Fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I am waiting for the Me Too movement individuals to lose their minds today. I don't know if it's going to happen. Probably not because if he's on that side of the aisle or if he's a victim, then we just need to look the other way. But I thought the Me Too movement was supposed to stop individuals from harming women. But yet, the one that really started the whole Me Too movement, Bill Cosby, officially out of jail. I don't know if you've been watching. It's all over the news. Apparently, the biggest news story of the day. Did you know Bill Cosby's out of jail? Yeah, I know. The one that started the whole Me Too movement, and he got out on a technicality. Got out on a technicality. So I wonder if the Me Too movement, I'm waiting for the left-wing progressives, the one that wears the pink hats, the Me Too movement individuals, I'm waiting for them to lose their minds and go off the handle and say they need to throw him back in prison because, well, I mean, he's a male and therefore he's going to harm you. But you can't call him a privileged male because he's of a minority descent, right? So they're kind of in a quandary there too. I find that kind of comical for the left wings. Waiting on your play there, pink hat wearing left wing progressives. Welcome into the show. It is the Voice of Reason broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio and TV, live streaming and podcasting. Your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do. So the cold getting a little better little better. Got a little bit more energy today. I had a really, really rough night last night. I don't know what the heck happened, but I'm back at it, ready to go. Still kind of stuffiness today, but outside of that, we're doing a lot better today. So we will persist on. We will pursue. We will continue to advance our conservatism, even with the Democrats trying to say, oh, you have a cold. You probably have the Delta variant of COVID. (laughs) And if so, then guess what? I'm giving it to you through the airwaves. So now you can wear a mask and you can wear earplugs, too. Welcome into it. Radio, TV, live streaming and podcasting. Find us on our live streaming, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch.tv. Also on our other sites at OurFreedomBook.com and on Instagram and on TikTok. All of it at Hoosier Reason and HoosierReason.com with the website. I have an awesome guest lined up for us today. He's going to be with us for the full hour. So I don't want to waste any time as we jump right to him. And it's been a while since we've had him on the program. Really, I think the last time we had him on was shortly after the election. I want to say like end of January or February when we had him on the show, or it might have been even right around the election time back in November, December. So it's been a heck of a long time since we've had him on the program, but super excited to have him back. He is the author of numerous books, his latest one, Real World Socialism, Spiritual, Moral, and Economic Bankruptcy, Sold by Using False Hopes and Deceit. It's Dr. Gerard Lamiro with us here. Gerard, how are you, my friend? I am doing terrific. I think it might have been January or February, but I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. It's been a little bit since we've had had you on, so it's good to talk to you again. Now, the last time we did talk, it's crazy because it seems like some of those news stories are still back in the news with the election that happened in November. I know that social media doesn't like us to talk about it, so this will probably get banned off of social media after the program. But as we continue on with some investigations, some say that the election was stolen I say there's something that happened, whether it was enough to steal it or not, is up in the air. But as we, it sounds like 
the job's not done. The media may not be talking about it, but there are still investigations going on regarding election outcomes, is there not? Absolutely. And let me give you my opinion on the election because I do forecasting. That's one of my things. And by the way, just for the audience to know that I'm legitimate in terms of my forecasting, I've been forecasting presidential elections since 1976, way back when, when I was a whole lot younger. I was just getting started around college age. And you know what? I uh, got one election, 49 out of 50 states. The 2016 election, I got every state Trump carried correctly. I've been right so many times. Yeah. One election, I'll be honest, I lost by only one state. I had, I had, believe it or not, 49 out of 50, but the 50th one was wrong. Oh. <laughs> and so I lost on that one, Ohio, of all things. Oh, man, the swing but, state. But basically, yeah. basically, my forecasts are pretty darn accurate. I'm a mathematical statistical person. My PhD is in mathematical modeling. I have a postdoctoral fellowship from National Science Foundation in modeling. So I think my numbers are pretty darn legitimate. Yeah, you've been extremely accurate. Yeah, I mean, and, and real quickly, just to stop you there real quick, with how accurate your stuff has been, I mean, you've made predictions throughout numerous of your books, including uh, Great News for America, More Great News for America, and we've talked to you all throughout these years as these books have come out to predict a lot of these elections uh, leading up. So it was kind of an odd election in November because you made some predictions and some forecasts said that and others obviously didn't. Right. Another thing, too, is I not only forecast elections. The other thing I forecast are trends, uh, you know, big political economic trends. And I predicted 2016 was going to be an absolute unusual year. It was one of those rare years that happened maybe roughly every 36 years, kind of a sea change type election. And it was. And and I also predicted uh, 2020's election that Donald Trump would win and he would carry Georgia He'd carry North Carolina, he'd carry Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and uh, Arizona, and he did. And I really, truly believe he did. I think my, my forecasts are, continue to be accurate. I think the numbers that went into them are accurate. And I also believe in looking at all the forensic data, because we look at data after the election quite heavily to see if what we thought was going to happen happened and if there's anything unusual. And we found one thing after another, every statistical test that I know of that has been run, all of my numbers and all of other people's numbers, and there are lots of them out there, indicated that funny things happened and that indeed the election results that were reported by those states that we mentioned were not accurate. We think, I think, that if you don't want to use the word stolen, you can say changed, you can use any word you want, but I do think Donald Trump was reelected president. And I do think uh, Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. That is my honest opinion. They can ban me. Uh, they, they ban everybody else they don't like. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, I, I still don't change my numbers because I, I you know that thing about following the science. I follow the mathematics and the statistics, and I believe the numbers are overwhelming. And so people will ask me, so why did the judges throw things out? Well, the judges did not want to decide these, this election. They threw things out because they said, oh, you can't do it. It's not, it, you not, don't have standing. It's too soon. Then after they, the election was, was called, then they said, oh, you can't do it now. It's already after the fact. Well, they, they never gave Donald Trump due process. They never allowed him to present the true evidence. They never allowed other people like Sidney Powell and others to, to present the evidence. Instead, they tried to hush it up just like they hushed up 
the Hunter Biden laptop, and just like they hushed up lots of other things, like some of uh, Joe Biden's uh, dementia issues. I mean, he has issues about whether or not he has dementia. Let's face it, he stumbles over words, he does bizarre things, he says bizarre things, and they just cover it up. So they want him in there, they want socialism, that's what he wants, that's what his party wants, that's what AOC and her group who's running that party want, and they're covering that up and they're covering up this election. But I do think that we are going to have audits, and a lot of people are asking for audits, a lot of people are looking at the numbers, and I think we're going to find out when all is said and done, it's going to be historically the case that this election was not accurately uh, recorded in the Electoral College. And that brings up all sorts of issues we can talk about for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you're right. You opened up a, a door for a lot of opportunity through a lot of these conversations. So let's start off with where we're at right now. I've heard that really in Michigan, most of the court cases about the investigations on election fraud are pretty much dead. The Supreme Court kind of killed some of those in the state. Arizona, however, is really the one that's still active. So where are we with that one? And will we see another state continue some of these investigations? Well, first of all, in terms of Michigan, don't let the media throw you off track. They're trying to say it's closed. That's what they're trying to do in every state. They're trying to say it's it's ridiculous, it's laughable, uh, these judges are throwing it out. But if you look carefully, and by the way, I go and get the, the court cases. I go and read the stuff. You know, I actually want to see what is the judge saying in that. And if you look closely, it is still open for debate in Michigan. I do not think they're closed out. I do... I think they may still do a forensic audit. There are different types of audits. You can sort of like recount a few ballots. You can pick and choose. You can. There's a lot of things you can do, but the true best thing is a scientific forensic audit, which means you go in and you look at everything. You look at the paper. Was the paper Xeroxed or was it original paper? Were the pens used legal? Uh, were the signatures legal? Were, were the, you know, were the creases in the ballots where they're supposed to be? Uh, and, you know, there's a whole long laundry list of things you can check, and they are checking them if they're doing a true forensic audit. Most cases, they don't try to do that. They try to get away with nothing. Of course, the Democratic Party, they don't want any audit. Why do they not want any audit? Because they don't want him to lose, and I think they're suspicious that he really didn't win. Do you know that 47% of people in Arizona do not think the election result was fair? They think Trump won. 47%. And nationally, about 32 to 34%, depending on which survey or poll you look at, believe that Joe Biden did not win this election. Now, that means a third to a half, depending on which state or the entire nation you look at, do not believe the results. Now, if I were Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I would want, I would, if I thought I won, I would want an audit because I would want the American people to support me and, and to say, yeah, he is the president. We're going to support him. We're going to back him up. He, he's not doing that. I mean, if he were truly, truly believing he won and the Democratic Party truly believed he'd won, I think they would go out of their way to get an audit to prove it. But they're not proving it. And state after state, in Colorado, my own state, as you know, uh, the Secretary of State is, uh, made a rule that says no one can check the, the voting machines. Why is that? Yeah. What is she afraid of checking it? Uh, she made some rule, which, by the way, they think is not legal because she doesn't have the right to make rules about who looks at voting machines. That's my understanding. I'm not an expert on, 
on voter fraud laws uh, in Colorado, or for that matter, in any state. They're very particular, you know, state to state. But, you know, I'll take the word from the media that uh, she may not have the authority to do that. Well, that's going on. And uh, I would say just the opposite. Let there be audits. Let's find out if there were things funny. Uh, For example, in Arizona, some Trump districts were given Sharpie pens, you know, Sharpie black pens to write on the ballots. Turns out those pens could not be read by the machine. So if you gave a Sharpie pen to a Trump voter, somebody registered Republican, you were pretty well denying them the right to vote. That's absolutely wrong. Also, you look around the country, case after case, where they were counting, they threw Republicans out. They wouldn't let the poll watchers watch. And when they did the counting, they wouldn't let the the counters watch. They had to stand so far away, you'd need binoculars to see anything, and then you couldn't read the fine print. So there are so many cases. If we look at Michigan, 139,000 votes at 4 a.m. arrived for Joe Biden. There was not one Trump vote in that 139,000 ballots. Does that sound anywhere near reality that you'd ever have any batch from any precinct or any county that had 139,000 ballots for for one person? Yeah, that's strange. Obviously looked like they were manufactured and and they were dropped in at 4 a.m. after supposedly the voting stopped. Yeah. And by the way, when Trump was ahead. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's take and, a, we got to take a hard break here. Sure. Dr. Gerard Lemiro, uh, you can find him online at greatnewsforamerica.com. We got lots to get to with all of this to talk about the latest on where we're at with these investigations and let's just say something does come out to where we show that it was flipped. What happens then? That will touch about uh, HR1 with the election laws going on at the federal level and a lot more. All coming up for a midweek celebration here on the Voice Reason. Stay with here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration, the post post Monday, the pre pre Friday. I can't believe that it's already the end of the month. A reminder for you. Our newsletter comes out tomorrow morning, so if you've not signed up yet, please do so. Go to HoosierReason.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. Become a Hoosier-holic. It'll pop up, say, do you want to be a Hoosier-holic? You say, yeah. Type in your email. Totally free. We will not spam you. We'll just send you a once-a-month email talking about our monthly blog. We'll have our latest content, our holidays of the month. We'll have the latest with the show and the guests we have on the program, the latest with the Hoosier Media Network and other programs that we have working on. A lot of cool stuff on there. Go to HoosierReason.com, sign up for that newsletter, become a Hoosier Hulk, and do your thing. Dr. Gerard Lamero, you can find him with his blog, his information, his books, all at uh, the website GreatNewsForAmerica.com. Hold on, my, head, my headphones are a little wonky right now. There we go. All right, let's try and get him back on. Dr. Gerard Lamero, GreatNewsForAmerica.com. By the way, you had, you had said that you had your predictions for the election. What was your prediction for the electoral vote college or the electoral college vote for the 2020 election? I I don't have it in my total memory. I haven't looked at it in six or eight months, but I think it was uh, about uh, 306 for Trump and then the balance for Biden. Okay. But he was clearly the winner. It was clearly the winner. It was similar to 2016. It might have been like one extra state. I okay. think he picked up one extra state. Okay. He picked right. up New Hampshire. In fact, I predicted New Hampshire went for Trump back in, in uh, 2016, and officially it went to Hillary. Uh, but there were also 5,000 votes in question that looked like people drove across the border from Massachusetts to vote for Hillary, went back. And in in, uh, New Hampshire, they have a law that says that if you're going to move to New Hampshire, you can vote in New Hampshire, which I think is bizarre. Mm. And so these 5,000 people said, we're moving. And then somebody did a study six months or a year later and found none of the 5,000 actually moved, but apparently they were voting for Hillary. So I think... Uh, Donald Trump actually won New Hampshire back in 2016, and I think he uh, won it back in 2022. Interesting, Should've, interesting. Yeah, yeah, we got we got just but about two, just, yeah we got just about two minutes before we have to take our bottom of the hour break. But real quickly, sure, let's talk about HR one and the response. Sure. I mean, they they proposed this right out of the gate as soon as Biden took office. Uh, you know, January February they were in there ready to go with HR one, trying to centralize the elections. Was this something they had always planned on wanting to do to get rid of electoral process at the statewide level to centralize it? Or was this a response to the 2020 election for them to have complete control so that way they could continue to do whatever they want to do in every election? Well, of course, we don't know what's in their heart or their head. We can only surmise from their action. That's the only judge we have. And it would appear like they are fighting with H.R. 1 and similar bills to basically make it a one-party nation. And that one party will be the Democrat socialists. And they are socialists. I mean, there's no question they're being 
dictated to by the Bernie Sanders wing, the ALC wing. They like socialism. And by the way, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, who wrote the Communist Manifesto in the 1800s, they believed then, and, and, they, and people who follow socialism closely believe now, Socialism equals communism. Don't let those two words fool you. Sure. Socialism is supposed to be a nice word, but it really means communism. These people are communists. They want a dictatorship. They do not like the Constitution. They don't like freedom. They don't like free expression. That's why they help support people like the big tech companies who are basically censoring everybody. Politically, if you don't agree with them, they want to censor you. This is not American thinking. This is not American values. No, and they want something else. And HR one is an attempt to basically silence people into only voting for them. And right now, we're seeing what 170,000 immigrants coming in. They're being bussed all over the country and flown around the country. Why? Because they want to change the voting dynamics in currently uh, red states to blue states. Well, that way they can make it look legitimate while they continue to do their shenanigans. You're right, trying to centralize it and make it a one-party nation, which is. Obviously disastrous and destructive, and every nation that's tried to do that before has failed miserably. Dr. Gerard Lamiro got lots more coming up for the second half of the program right here for a midweek celebration on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration. Stumbling through a radio program like Joe Biden trying to stumble through a press conference. I know. (laughs) Welcome back in radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Doesn't matter where you're at watching or listening. We appreciate you so much trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Dr. Gerard Lamiro hanging out with us today. Real World Socialism is his latest book. Greatnewsforamerica.com is the website. You can see all the info on his books, his podcast, the media, all the good stuff. You can also reach out to him there as well. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit, and let's talk about 
this investigation, let's just say, I'm not saying it's going to happen, I'm not saying it will happen, but speculation put on the tinfoil hat, according to the media, and be the uh, fun conspiracy theorists that they always accuse us of being. Let's talk about what if these investigations come back with some of the election fraud stuff, we come back and find, wow, you know what, there was some shenanigans, or we miscounted, or we misscanned, or whatever the excuses are, we come back, wow, Donald Trump actually did win some of these states that flipped the election that has never happened in the United States history before. What would happen? What would that process look like if we're like, oh, wow, we actually had the wrong guy in the White House right now? Well, there's actually two major things that could happen, two different scenarios, if you will. I will start with the more likely, the more probable one that would happen, and then I'll give you the one that's less probable but still could happen. So you know two possibilities. The first is that we have one, you know, the, the Arizona one comes up with evidence that Arizona actually went to Trump. Michigan, Pennsylvania look like they may pick up audits, uh, forensic audits, and also <clears throat> Wisconsin may do it easily. There's more talk about Georgia. So let's just say enough of them come in. It doesn't have to be all, every one state in question. But enough of them came in that obviously the Electoral College went for Trump and he won. That is going to have an profound effect on the country. To begin with, it's going to have a profound effect because this current administration is totally out of touch with the American people. Now, it's true that there are some socialists and communists in academe, in Hollywood, in different places, maybe in big tech, that want Biden. I'm not saying 100% of Americans wanted Trump. Obviously not. Right. But suppose there's a majority. And suppose those other people are going to be really upset, but who's going to be more upset are the Trump followers who have believed all along, as I said, a third of Americans don't believe uh, Biden won, but Trump won, and half of, of Arizonans almost believe Trump won. So what's going to happen? There's going to be an uproar that this was a stolen election. And what's going to happen for sure, I think we guarantee, besides the fact the election laws will be changed, that's a given. Uh, that the state legislatures will go in and fix up a lot of these laws, as they're doing right now, even before that happens. And there's no question they're going to be criminal indictments. Right now we have 500 criminal indictments that have yet to be adjudicated in just the state of Texas. 500. Wow. That's incredible voter fraud cases that are sitting there waiting to be adjudicated, you know, go to court. Okay, well, I think what will happen is, right now my election forecast for 2022 is the House will easily go conservative Republican. I'm not talking rhino Republican. I'm talking conservative. The people who are running, and I get emails from people running all over the country. I know what's going on because people know me. And the people who are running are America first, pro-Trump Republicans who plan to unseat people like Liz Cheney and the other people around the country who are against Trump. The never Trumpers, the rhinos, Republicans in name only, they're, they're planning to replace them with people who are true conservatives who are going to fight for conservative principles, not go in there and say, hey, I'm a conservative, vote for me, and they get to Washington and say, conservative what? Right. <laughs> you know, and they, they do whatever they please. So I think the House will flip to Republican. The Senate is going to flip Republican conservative, too. It's going to be three or four more seats for Republicans. Not not uh, filibuster-proof or veto-proof in a sense. You know, this still would, you know, it wouldn't be like two-thirds, but it's going to be more. And 
I think what will happen is Americans are going to demand to undo the unfair election. Americans don't like unfairness. They want they want a, a fair playing field. And I think that a conservative Republican House with a president who looks like he's got dementia many times of the day when we see him on TV, and when it's obvious that his people, uh, you know, rigged the election in his favor, will basically impeach. Harris first, and then Biden in that order, for high crimes and misdemeanor. Because what higher crime is there than stealing a presidential election in the United States? I think that he will be taken, both of them would be taken out of office if we get this forensic evidence established. And I think there's even a decent chance that the Senate, out of a sense of fairness, will remove both of them from office. Not just let them get impeached, but actually convict, which means they, they get removed from office because an injustice was done to Donald Trump and to Mike Pence. They should have won. The Republican Speaker of the House, by the way, at that point would become, and, and that would be a conservative Republican, would become president, and he'd become president until 2024. And after such a terrible scenario in 2020 and those, that evidence overwhelming, I think it'll be easy for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantos to be elected president in 2024. That is scenario number one. But believe it or not, it's not the best. <laughs> really? Uh, I mean, that's a, yeah, now let's let's just talk about that one for a second. I mean, that's a bold sure. that's a bold statement. Now, my concern is with all of that. Let's just say again that all of this comes out and it's true that Donald Trump really did win the election. People believe it, not believe it. Uh, it to win over the American people with this type of information, I think is going to be one of the biggest challenges because we have the media that sets the narrative for all of this against us to where if it comes out and that is attempted in any way, shape, or form, it's going to be looked at as a coup. It's going to be a tyrannical dictator coming in to you know steal the election or steal the, steal the seats and just become this tyrant in the nation. And the media is going to play it off as Donald Trump is staging a coup against the American government and against the American public. And it's going to be looked at in such a negative light because this has never been done before that it would be a shock to the system. And I don't know that even if this did come out, we'd be able to pull something like that off, would we? I actually think we would, because I think the evidence will be overwhelming, and I really believe the evidence is there. I think it's overwhelming, and the key is not the evidence, and it's not the media. The key is the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. If the rhinos get out there and just sit and cringe and sit in the corner and say nothing, yeah, the media can get away with it. But the people who are running in 2022 are people who believe in conservative principles. They believe in the Constitution. They believe in freedom. They believe in law and order. They believe in justice. And you know what? If they go out and they're out there fighting day in and day out, the people are going to hear it because, don't forget, there's an underlying trend here. And that is that about half the country don't believe the results. So it's going to be easy for them to to buy the evidence as long as, as the evidence is out there. Now, Google and Facebook and those people may try to, you know, poo-poo it and, you know, and, and, and censor it and stuff, but it cannot be censored if conservative Republicans get out there and, and talk it up and talk up the evidence, explain it, say it every day. People like you, uh, the talk radio hosts of America are wonderful because they know what's going on. If they're out there every day pushing it, I mean, if they ignore it, obviously, the American people won't know it. Right. But if the American people know it, I think this is a big high probability scenario. 
but That's it's a still one. not the best. All right. Well, what's scenario number two? Scenario number two is one that truly is, is fascinating, and I think it's totally constitutional. Article two of the Constitution deals with um, with the presidential, uh, the presidency. Amendment 10 is the wonderful amendment that says something not delegated to the by the Constitution to the federal government is automatically in the realm and the power of the people or the state governments. Remember, the state governments created the federal government. The federal government did not create the states. That means the states are in charge of the Constitution. Yeah. And if the Constitution brings up this point, it, uh, it essentially gives the following power I'm going to talk about to the states, and that is the, the uh, power of reinstatement. There's nothing in the Constitution that prohibits the states from changing their mind on the Electoral College after the fact. It's called reinstatement. It's, it's a theory because it's never been done, but it's perfectly constitutional by the Tenth Amendment, and also the Twelfth Amendment sort of backs it up, which is one about elections for president. And basically what reinstatement is, it says if the state legislature, in their wisdom, and constitutionally under Article Two, believes that a mistake was made by the Secretary of State of a state in certifying presidential electors that they're supposed to do, you know, ultimately the job of the presidential electoral college slate selection and certification is not the role of the Secretary of State, but is the role of the legislature. They could change, they could essentially wipe out those delegations in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, those were mistakes. Those did not fit the data. We have a forensic audit that says Trump won. So we are basically decertifying the Electoral College results that were sent in in January. We are recertifying a Trump delegation of electors instead. That would immediately go to the, you know, just like the Electoral College votes would go to the Washington, D.C., would go to, um, you know, the Senate and that. And it would have to be read and voted upon by the Senate. And, and the process would have to be done over again. Yeah. We well, gotta, basically. And, well, we got to well, hold on. Hold on to that thought. We got to take a hard break here. So I want to finish that when we come back. So the states are redoing the electoral college votes at the state level going back to the U.S. Senate. That would be an interesting fact as well. Both of these, again, as a reminder, never happened before. So if it does, that would be fascinating to watch. Dr. Gerard Lamiro, lots more coming up here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Last few minutes of the program, it goes by way too fast here on the show. I don't care what any other talk show host says, the fastest hour of radio on radio, plus the live stream and the TV and the podcasting as well. You can find us all over the place. One last reminder for you as well that our newsletter, The Voice of Reason newsletter, is coming out tomorrow morning, first thing. So if you have not signed up for it, sign up to the newsletter. Go to HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. We have our top of the or beginning of the month, top of the month, uh, looking at a radio clock, top of the month uh, newsletter. At the end of every month, beginning of every month, we always send our newsletter out, and we won't spam you with a whole bunch of stuff. It's totally free. Just go to the website, HoosierReason.com. You'll see the pop-up. It says, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say yes, you sign up, and we get more people signing up each and every month. So thank you for that. It's awesome as we continue to grow each and every month as well. All right. Last segment here with Dr. Gerard Lamiro. You can find him. Real World Socialism is the latest book that he has. Also, his other books as well. Great News for America. More Great News for America. And his website at greatnewsforamerica.com. So let's finish this thought here. Option number two. You mentioned option number one is that we come in, we criminally charge Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. If we find out that the election, you know, was there was some issues, we install somebody and then we have an election again in 2024, but we get them out of office, which is, again, uh, to, to gr- wrap my head around something like that, it's one of those where we could only dream of because of how bad this administration is. But to think about it, I just, I, it's, it's wild for me to think about it as something that legitimately logically could happen. So I would love to see that. The second option, as you mentioned, is that the states change their outcome from the Electoral College and say they were not correct. They resubmit them to the uh, federal level to where what they do, like another recount. They do a count in the Senate to validate them and approve them and certify them again. Right. Yeah, basically, that would be it. Uh, I would presume that uh, the Democrats would try to take it to the Supreme Court. But when I look at the constitutionality, if you're an originalist jurist and you believe in the original intent of the Constitution, it says the states would have the reinstatement authority under Article 2 in conjunction with Amendment Number 10 and Amendment Number 12. I think Trump would win the day. Now, I want to go back and make another point about is it viable that this would happen. Let me tell you something. The American people do not want what's happening with this country. They do not want socialism. There may be a few in academe, in Hollywood. Some of the you know, radicals, yeah. There are some yeah. socialists out there, right? There are some people out there. but 
this administration's out of touch. People do not want 170,000 new immigrants coming in every day, being bused to cities around the country secretly at night, uh, on planes secretly, so that people don't know where they're going. It's ridiculous. But it's not just that. The month of May, 5% inflation. We have food going through the roof. We have gasoline going through the roof. Do you know the month of August, I'm now predicting that gasoline will go up another 8% at wow. the pump? People, don't, people aren't going to be able to afford this. If you have a listener right now who makes $50,000 a year income, whatever they do, that means at the end of this year, at the current 12% on inflation rate, 8 to 12% annualized, and that their $50,000 is going to be worth only $45,000. They're getting a cut of $5,000 of buying power. If you have a couple that, that are lucky enough to make 100000 a year listening to this show, at the end of this year, at that rate, we're talking $90,000 of buying power. They're losing $10,000. Where did they come up with that money? Uh, Biden said that he was not going to tax the middle class and the poor. He is taxing them with inflation because by spending all this money recklessly, he is taking money out of every poor and middle class American's pocket. He's also taking out of the rich pocket, but they can afford it a whole lot better. And they're proud of so it. They're proud of it. I mean, his press, I, yeah. his press lady said that, well, you know what, that's just a sign of, of, uh, of proper and successful economic policy being implemented. I mean, they're proud of the inflation. Baloney. Yeah. That's baloney. That's a sign of driving this country into bankruptcy and driving American people into despair. A lot of people are going to be thrilled to get these, these two out of office because they're doing everything the opposite. There was a recent uh, poll that, that Rasmussen put out last week, and it said clearly the American people want smaller government, less taxes. They don't want more taxes and more government and more spending. He's giving them the exact opposite of what they want. So I think they're going to applaud the fact that the audits are going to come in and say it's time to remove them from office. I love it. Dr. Gerard Lamero, bold statements, a lot of predictions. You've made a lot of predictions, and a lot of them come true in all your books. That's what you're saying could potentially happen here, and we touched a little bit on the midterm. we got to get you back on as we get closer to the midterms for 2022 as well, because that's going to be a big one as well. Dr. Gerard Lamero, greatnewsforamerica.com, the latest book, Real World Socialism. Gerard, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. I'm glad things are well. Let's get you back on again here soon. Great to talk with you and your wonderful audience. Hey, always appreciate it. Always love chatting with you. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, it's time for you to be your own voice of reason. Speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everyone have a great Wednesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.